4: On this episode of Newt's World. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. They spent almost $200 million on Senate races in South Carolina and Kentucky alone. Hundreds of millions of dollars overall against us. We always throw, used to be millions, now we throw
3: billions. Michael Bloomberg is pledging $100 million just to Democratic PACs and campaigns that are assisting Joe Biden they don't
4: want anybody in there they don't want anybody watching them as they count the ballots We warned that the Democrats changed this election system The choices that Twitter makes when it chooses to suppress edit blacklist shadow ban are editorial decisions pure and simple the
0: social media giant backing down from their two-week battle with the post Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!
4: for us to get mad. I have not reported in or talked to anybody for a couple days because, frankly, after Clist and I left the White House about 3 o'clock in the morning, the morning after the election, we were so confused by the various things that are going on. And I couldn't quite figure out either emotionally or intellectually how to deal with it. And I've had to spend a lot of time digging into it. And I think what I can tell you now is my conclusion is that we're not faced with the problem of systemic racism. We're faced with the problem of systemic corruption. And this systemic corruption is just breathtaking. It runs for the whole process of the Biden family corruption dealing with China, Russia, Russia and Ukraine. It goes to the big technology companies who not only have been censoring people. Rush Limbaugh had four out of six tweets censored just yesterday. The president has been censored. Facebook has apparently hired about a dozen Chinese scientists who are algorithm specialists who have been helping perfect censorship in China. And they now have an office in Seattle trying to perfect a Facebook ability to control what happens in what have you. You have the corruption of the big, rich liberals who spent an amazing amount of money. It's one of the few things I really liked about the election. They spent $80 million of trying to beat Mitch McConnell and lost. They spent $80 million trying to beat Lindsey Graham and lost. They may have spent $100 million trying to beat Joni Ernst and lost. It was a great moment of voters being smarter than billionaires and them just throwing their money away foolishly in a lost cause because they party they represent is too far to the left and too corrupt for the average American. So you go through all of this, you go through the corruption of the news media, which for five years has been waging war on Donald Trump, and which did everything it could to convince us that there was a giant blue wave. Remember these conversations up until Tuesday? There's this giant blue wave. It's going to sweep the Senate. It's going to sweep the House. The president's going to be lucky to get 125 electoral votes. And then it didn't show up because they'd all been lying to themselves and to us. So that was a framework in which I started looking at all this. And what I was struck by was the depth of systemic vote theft. If you look at Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, you see the same patterns over and over again. You see the same techniques used to try to block out poll watchers. You see the same things being used to try to allow people to vote, whether or not they actually exist. I've now had several people send me cases in Milwaukee. It was a 119-year-old person who had voted, except, of course, they were already dead. Just, Just remarkable stuff. And you see this contempt for the rule of law and contempt for honest people and willingness to drown honest people with totally phony votes. 538, which is hardly a supporter of Donald Trump, reported that in Philadelphia, they had one batch of votes, which was 23,000 for Biden and zero for Trump. Now, it is mathematically almost impossible to have 23,000 for Biden and zero for Trump. But again, they have such massive contempt for the rest of us. These people are the natural allies of the people who trash buildings, burn down small businesses, attack and intimidate people in restaurants. It's the same contempt for the middle class, what Biden called chumps in one of his Pennsylvania speeches. We're all chumps. And therefore, whatever they do to us, we deserve. Because if we were clever like they were, they wouldn't be doing it to us. So I believe we're really at a key decision point in American history. And a lot will depend on how the president reacts. The objective fact is that we are at a crisis in which All of the elements of the establishment have tried to not just break the president, but suppress millions and millions and millions of Americans who share the president's core values, who salute the flag, who stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, who believe deeply in America, who want jobs and want opportunity, who want the United States to be concerned first for American interests. As we just proved, Huge turnout despite everything that was done to attack us. So millions and millions and millions of people are out there. And the establishment is now going all out to try to steal the presidency. And it's the most coordinated system of trying to steal the presidency, I think, probably in American history. And it's a level of corruption that is breathtaking. 52 U.S. Code, Section 20511, Criminal Penalties. A person, including an election official, who in any election for federal office, one, knowingly and willfully intimidates, threatens, or coerces, or attempts to intimidate, threaten, or coerce any person for A, registering to vote, or voting, or attempting to register a vote, B, urging or aiding any person to register to vote to vote or to attempt to register to vote, or C, exercising any right under this chapter, or two, knowingly and willfully deprives, defrauds, or attempts to deprive or defraud the residents of a state of a fair and impartially conducted election process by A, the procurement or submission of voter registration applications that are known by the person to be materially false, Fictitious or fraudulent under the laws of the state in which the election is held, or B, the procurement, casting, or tabulation of ballots that are known by the person to be materially false, fictitious, or fraudulent under the laws of the state in which the election is held, shall be fined in accordance with Title 18, which fines shall be paid into the general fund of the Treasury notwithstanding any other law, or imprisoned not more than five years, or both. Now, the reason I read that whole thing is, it's time for us to get mad. If you've got people out there, and we have them in Milwaukee, we have them in Detroit, we have them in Philadelphia, we have them in Atlanta, and we have people out there who are blocking our observers, who are just literally violating federal law, deliberately corrupting the process and they frankly ought to be arrested and go to jail. If America is not worth defending, if free and honest elections aren't worth defending, then our whole system is going to break down. And what these folks are relying on is that we're too timid, we're too confused, we're too intimidated for us to defend America. When I look at it on the surface. It looks really good for Biden because they're successfully stealing things. The minute you get below the surface, it is just amazingly good for us because you have so many places where we're going to be able to prove fraud. You have so many places where it is embarrassingly obvious how sick the system is. If we handle this correctly, we are going to set the stage for profound reform of the election process in America. We're going to clean up the corrupt big cities, which are the center of this, which by the way, also happen to be the center of violence. They happen to be the center of looting and burning. They happen to be the center of drug dealing. They happen to be the center of corruption in general. So cleaning up the cities, which would be great for the people who live there to no longer be preyed upon by the political machine. And the political machine is doing everything it can to steal this election. Now, as of the time I'm talking to you, a lot of stuff is up in the air. But remember this, no state being called by a network has any legal meaning. States have to go through a certification process. They have to go through a challenging process. In many states, they have to go through a recount process. The left will try to rush this. They'll try to tell you it's all over. And the left, of course, includes the news media. And so there'll be a big effort in the next few days to say, well, it's all over, but it's not all over. And it's not all over because we have enough evidence that pure theft is at the heart of this. I will venture to say without any question about being accurate and defendable that if all we do is have honest votes counted honestly, Donald Trump is going to win by an amazing margin. And that the current margin of Biden looking good is almost entirely a function of dishonest ballots that were manipulated and manufactured by dishonest people And I think that it's really, really going to be one of the most important fights in American history. If we have a president as tough and as aggressive as Donald Trump, and we have a mobilized base of 80 million people, and we allow ourselves to be intimidated by the networks and intimidated by Twitter and Facebook and intimidated by these local machines, then we will truly have begun to turn the country over to very bad people who want to establish a corrupt system in which they have all the power, they make all the money, and the rest of us are simply the serfs who do what we're told to do and say what we're told to say. This has really, to me, been one of the most amazing periods. I'll be reporting on it some more, and I really hadn't begun to try to talk about it for a couple of days because I was absorbing information, talking to people around the country, learning really how stunningly different it is and how amazing it is. I want you to know that I am totally immersed in trying to make sure, not for Donald Trump, but for America, that this is a fight for the very nature of America, and that precisely because we were in the process of winning it, the establishment had to go to an all-out effort to steal because they could no longer have any reliability of trying to change the country within the traditional framework. They had tried impeachment. They had tried investigations. They had tried everything they could think of. None of it was working. And so theft was the last stand before the system just breaks down. The country, in the next few weeks, is going to learn an amazing amount about how corrupt and how sick the system is. And I will be reporting to you as I learn more. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt